And one of the things that I want to impress on your minds tonight is we do live in a modern world, don't we? GPS and all that stuff. I hadn't mastered very much of it. But there is an old message that is appropriate for this modern generation and world. And I hope tonight to convince you by the preaching of the Word that the message centers around the cross on which the Lord Jesus Christ was crucified. Had it not been for Him dying on Calvary, our spiritual condition would be hopeless. Nothing that we could do to change what we are in the sight of God. But this message that I'm preaching tonight, this old message, began even before the worlds were formed. The scriptures declare that Christ stood as a lamb slain from the foundation of the world. John chapter 1 records, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And I would submit to you tonight that, that the cross is the message that's needed in a world that seems so hopeless, so helpless, and so determined to go in a direction that leads away from God. So determined to go in a direction that is almost self-destructive. You understand tonight that, that the word that was made flesh was the message that was given to Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. It was that word. It was that Christ. It was that promise of a Redeemer that would crush the serpent's head after Adam and Eve sinned. They became an outlaw. They, they, the only one commandment that God gave them in the Garden of Eden was don't eat or touch of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And they did it. They transgressed. They became an outlaw of God's law. They became a sinner and the promise and provision of God was that there was going to be one that would come that would crush the serpent's head. And then the scriptures tell us that even the gospel was preached to Abraham. Abraham believed God and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. And that message has been preached not only in Adam's generation, but the law and the prophets declared that the Redeemer for Israel would come and he would, he would pay the ransom for man's sin. And I want you to know that that message, as old as it is, is a message that's needed today. I began preaching in 1959 and, and that was the message that was, that was relevant then. And through the last 60 years, the same message has been relevant to every generation. Every generation needs the proclamation of the message of the cross and a Redeemer that died 
that man might have eternal life, everlasting life, and hope in the midst of all the storms of life. The storms, they come. The storms, they grow severe from time to time, and we're faced with tragedies and heartaches, and we want to throw up our hands and quit, but there's not room to do that because we have a marvelous Savior we have one who died for us that we can look at, we can, we can feel with our hearts, we can, we can know that he never leaves us, he never forsakes us. We can know that in the midst of the roughest trials and difficulties of life, our Redeemer, our Savior, our Lord, our, our God is there with us in the midst of life's storms and tragedies. An old message for a modern world. Not only did the law and the prophets declare that he was the coming king, eternal king, you understand that our Savior who died, on, was born in Bethlehem of Judea, lived 33 years, died on a cross on Mount Calvary, rose again the third day. Paul said that this is, this is the thing that makes Christ the gospel, the, the nutshell of the gospel, the nutshell of the seed that Brother uh, Rich spoke of this morning is the cross and the Savior that died on that cross. An old message for a new world. Modern world. Now there's a reason that this message is needed in every generation because of the wickedness of man and the sinfulness of man, it needs to be heralded to every generation that shall follow us. We must be sowers of that seed. We must be conveying a message that falls most of the time or a lot of the time or some of the time maybe on ears that will not receive it. But we, we have to give the message. We have, to, we have to herald the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Many years ago, I made, I made a decision to put my trust in Jesus Christ. I believed him. I trusted him. I followed him. And I may not have followed him as close as I could have or should have even sometimes. But I'll tell you what, I wouldn't trade my life following Christ, serving Him, preaching, heralding a message of repentance toward God and salvation through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. I wouldn't trade that for all of the silver and gold that could fit in this building or in the city of Cabot. You understand 
that all of the things that this world has, that there's going to come a time it's not going to mean much to us. When we come to the end of life, it won't matter what money you have in the bank account or what kind of car you drive or how many acres of land that you own. What's going to matter is whether you've believed in, trusted in the Christ that stood, stands today as, as, as the Redeemer of mankind because He was that Lamb that was slain from the foundation of the world. Sin makes it necessary that this message, this gospel, this, this message, old message from a, for a modern world, sin makes it necessary that we continually preach this message to a generation after generation. And then death makes it necessary for this message to be preached. A old message, death makes it necessary. There is a formula that I use in funerals a lot of time that says, once born, twice dead, twice born, once dead. If a person is just born one time, has no new birth, when he dies, he dies eternally. When a person is born and then has that spiritual birth, Paul, it was described in the scriptures as being born again. You understand that when we're born again, we'll not see that spiritual death. We will see that physical death unless the Lord comes back before we die. But you understand that death makes it necessary that this old message be preached generation after generation till Jesus comes back question is asked in the word when Jesus comes will there be faith on the earth yeah, I, I think there will there's going to be some throughout all of the ages of this world who believe the old message who trust in the crucified and risen Christ and understand that he's coming again and when he does those that have trusted in, believed in him, been born again, saved, they'll meet him in the air, they'll go with him, to be with him, reign with him for a thousand years. Understand the old message. Uh, it's, it's important because death is a reality that we face when we die. All opportunity for heaven is gone forever. There's no second chance. You have a chance today. As long as you live, there'll be a chance that, that you can repent of your sins and put your trust in Jesus Christ. Make Him your Savior. That's the old message. Been around for uh, all of the existence of mankind. 2,000 years ago, Christ came on the scene and a, a man sent from God whose name was John began to herald the message 
Repent of your sins, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You understand, that message has been around, it's still around. It's still being preached. The message is watered down so many times over the media of today. But you, you, you have to search God's word. It's God's word. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Not only to the Jew, but to the Gentile or the heathen as well. And you know what I've seen in the preaching of this old message? I've seen lives changed. I've seen hearts yielded to the will of God and God's plan. I've seen drunkards recover. I've seen addicts recover. I've, I've seen individuals that cursed every breath. Once I went into a place after I moved to town and there was a fellow there that he cussed just about every breath. I got to visiting with him. Somebody told him I was a preacher and he apologized. And I told him, I'm not the one you have to please. Don't worry about me. It's God that hears you. Well, not long after that, the man was saved. He quit his cussing. He quit his drinking. He trusted in the Lord, and he served him. He was uh, almost 80 years old whenever he did that. But when he, when he trusted Christ as his Savior, he was just as saved as he could have ever been. He could have probably had more fruits if he'd have been saved at a younger age. If he'd have started serving the Lord when he was 40, just think of how many could have been won, even by him. An old message to a modern world is needed because people die. Those who die, the spirit, die physical death, haven't been saved. They face an eternal death separated from God and heaven and all that's good. Now, in closing, there's a message that I want you to understand. That if it's not me that you have to please. It's not even this church that you have to please. The one that must be pleased is God. And God has said, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There's none righteous, no, not one. We can't save ourselves. We can't pick out parts of the scripture and say, this is what I believe and ignore the rest of it. You have to, you have to trust in the Lord, follow him and serve him, honor him in your life. When we do that, we come to the end of life with the fewest regrets. I don't know about you tonight. If you're here and you do not know Christ as your Savior, this Christ that died on the cross, he died for you. He died for me. He died so that anybody in the world, at any generation, who would put their trust in him and make him their savior, could have eternal life. 
Do you have that eternal life tonight? If you do not, that old message is still the same. It still works. It'll work every time. Whenever a person realizes I'm a sinner and I need a Savior, my life's not going right. Things are piling up and there's no direction that I can turn. We can turn to the Lord. We can turn to Him and know whatever happens, it's going to be all right. In 1982, my, uh, 1984, my mother had a massive heart attack. And she was in the CV, uh, the coronary care unit in Marshall, Texas. And us three kids were with my father there. And there was a code blue sounded, and we surmised that it was mother. My sister started hysterically crying. My dad put, her, put his arm around her and said, Becky, no matter what happens, it's going to be all right. You see, my mama was a Christian. She knew Christ. She served him, honored him. My dad was too. He served God. He honored him. He knew that whatever happened, it was going to be all right. He instilled that in us in our, our four kids too. An old message for a modern world. That still works today. Do you know him as your Savior? If you do not, he's just a prayer away. He's beckoning, he's calling, and the ball's in your court. He's done all that he can do. It's up to you. Trust him. Make Jesus Christ your Savior tonight.